Hit the lights. You've discovered the Half Watt Podcast. We want to educate and entertain by tapping into the most trusted source of new technology, the ones installing and innovating it. You, the tradespeople that build from the ground up. Join us as we talk with industry leaders, veteran contractors, and even some young blood. It, there's more job satisfaction when I get done doing stuff like that or programming and seeing if it works. Oh, than, yeah. Then than I've, which is bizarre because I did like managing, I did like leading, and I did like, you know, trying to cookie cutter mm. people to, to see if I could, you know, get them to think mm. the way that the, that the company wanted to, but... I think in the twilight of my career to just sit down and noodle noodle a problem, fix it, mm-hmm. and implement it, and see it come into fruition, and go, that's the way it should have been. That's the way it should be. Oh yeah, is like, oh, oh I totally get that. You know, and then then you only have fourteen thousand three hundred and ten more to go. But yeah, you knocked <laughs> that one off. You know? And so that that's been kind of my my shtick. Yeah, it's been. You know, we did we did a, a a really cool modification to one of our buildings where we moved data internally on our network, mm. and we changed the way it moved the data and what it said, and okay, and it was like we got done with it, it was so. And it, I wanted I'm teaching my apprentice to try to do it turnkey, so we get all the programming knocked out, mm. and then we we both of us go in there and just pound all the wiring together and all the boxes and put all the stuff up, and then mm. sit back and the, and the panel goes green you're like <sighs> then we test it <laughs> then we test it seven ways a sunday and yeah when we're all done we're like you know we get the broom yeah. <laughs> that's it we're like yay you know come back in celebration and and then yeah. you know spend the rest of the afternoon kind of documenting it moving on with our lives and uh the feeling is just like euphoric mm. when we get done because it's something that you know should have been done 30 years ago yeah and now you you have the power to to make a change and it's like oh that's, yeah. that's what i wish i could have done for it. every time i went to a client's location and looked at a panel and went well i think a monkey threw spaghetti up and it's stuck because <laughs> this it doesn't look good oh yeah you know, let's if i could just take an hour of time and, and just try to clarify a couple of these yeah. circuits. I would really like that if it's, I could. It's know? always the most frustrating at a job when I know the person that was the one that did it. Ooh. And it's always someone that's been doing it for a while, mm-hmm. at, at least a couple of years. Or I'm like, come on. Come on. You, can do you better. learned better than this. You, you taught me better yeah. than this. Just why? I get it. Or it's I'll come in afterwards and be like, why Why are there so many things I need to fix now? Right. Like, <laughs> I'm going to fix them, but why are there so many things I need to fix? But it's nice at the end when it's know. done and it all works and it's all fantastic, 100%. Mm-hmm. But in the moment for me, I'm like, come on, man. Why are you we, making me when, do this? When I first got to the Hill, the system was in its transitionary phase from <clears throat> one model, one type of panel to another. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I certainly didn't understand the nuts and bolts of, of how it all pieced together. That was my boss's job. He was really good at it. And uh, But figuring out the wiring, I, I could take a crack at. And I remember mm-hmm. opening up boxes and my partner at the time going, 
you didn't open up that box. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, we don't open that box. Yeah. And he was right. I mean, it just was like, oh my God, this cannot be real. You cannot yeah. possibly put, this can't be real. Mm-hmm. And it just shows that over the years, you know, everybody's technique and style was different. Mm-hmm. And this is what they did. So they implemented these changes in these standards. And then one of the companies that wound up working with us, a partnered up there with us, is Dyna. And mm. the Dyna electricians, who some of them were journeymen when I knew them, some of them were apprentices, are now journeymen and, and guys who run the show up there. So it's okay. the people who were either just turning out or had just turned out or were still apprentices when I was there before are now mm. the bosses to some degree. Mm. And uh, I saw, I ran into one when I first came back, and he goes, come on, let me show you this. And he opens up this panel, and it's just like, Oh, I mean, <laughs> the job they did in the South Hospital from what it was when I had worked on it to mm-hmm. what it is now is not even, it's not even in the same league. Matter of oh, fact, man. I went to troubleshoot a problem. Mm-hmm. We had a doors that wouldn't hold on one floor. Mm-hmm. And I went to troubleshoot it. And I, as, I, as I went to go went to go at it, it's like I hadn't troubleshot in so long in that floor and it was all brand new stuff. So mm-hmm. I thought, oh, where am I going to go? So I call call up Diana and they go, hey, I said I, I got a I got a troubleshoot on eight. The door holder's not circuit. He goes, oh, remember that power supply? I'll have Gary meet you. Okay. Mm-hmm. The so their their main guy who does the work shows up and we troubleshot it and and fix the problem in I'd say less than fifty seconds. I was just like, and I and I, as as I walked in the room, I realized, oh yeah, this is all changed. And oh, here's the as built. I should have remembered that. You know, mm-hmm. all those things I hadn't thought of. <laughs> And, you know, these guys had put it all together and troubleshot it and, and mm-hmm. made sure it was all dialed in the way that the specs were, at, and were written. And, uh, and we walked around and found the problem and and, yeah. and, and covered it. And, and so it was so fast, I felt guilty because it was like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, it was almost too easy. Yeah. You know, and Gary's like laughing. And we fixed it and yeah. figured out what the issue was and moved on with our lives. But um, you, not every building's that way. Just no. some of the ones that you know we've been able to do, but everywhere these guys touch, they they have like a Midas touch. They just turn stuff to gold. <laughs> you know? I, I was I was just they're working on another one of our buildings that was another you know hard one to work in, and I, mm-hmm. I can already see it just coming together. And it's just like <laughs> there won't be any work when they're all done. Mm-hmm. They'll have dialed it all into the point that that anybody could come in and. And work on this, and not anybody with just, but you know, it wouldn't I mean, those take are much. Fantastic, though. Yeah, yeah. When when you get called in for a service call, and you're like, oh, okay, this is super clean, mm-hmm. super put together. Oh, there's a document. There's box. a document right there. Everything's right there. Fantastic. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it makes life easy. Oh yeah. It's like it, it's it's <clears throat> almost it's all it's so easy. In fact, that when you step back and look at the other ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. You think, well, I sharpened all my my skills on these terrible, terribly installed and terribly maintained systems. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens when they all look like this? You know, yeah. well, it's not ever going to go to some drone, so I guess you're going to yeah. always have. I, I could have just imagined them making some sort of automated drone system thing to troubleshoot. I just right. think that would be so hilarious to watch. <laughs> That's it's one just, thing that I'm like, man, I think I chose the right thing to do. We're never right going to get replaced. No, they're going like, to replace pilots, fighter pilots before they replace you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. 
It's a and super tank drivers. Job. You, that, that's not a good job. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> driving, oh, no. <laughs> driving a tank. You can have that. Yeah. No. Uh, that's the number of people that I've tried to get into the field. I'm just like, hey man, you know, mm -hmm. you're gonna start out making less than you are now, but you hate your job, and this is something that's gonna be steady. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, it's pandemic proof. Yeah. I worked through the entire pandemic. I did too. You know, some people were given a choice and they decided to step out. I'm like, no, I need, I need work. I yep. need to keep myself busy. I need to keep bills paid. I'm going to keep working. And yeah, like one of my buddies worked for uh, Subaru mm -hmm. for one of their parts warehouses and everything. And they were like, hey, you know, we'll give people leave if they want to. But if you choose to work, we're going to pay you overtime as your regular pay nice and if you work overtime we're gonna pay you double nice so he was like done and done yeah i'm gonna keep working yeah <laughs> eventually you we know, gotta move these ruse yeah <laughs> yeah right so like people were given choices during yeah. all of it you know some job sites got rough to work around where they're like hey yeah. this staircase is up only this staircase is down only i remember stuff like that. yeah no. you have to i mean there was one that they're like you have to wear gloves at all times to prevent transmission i'm like the gloves are cloth like well i i well i went to the airport <clears throat> when uh, i was working with a tech that i dearly love this guy's name's jim and uh he was the one of the first techs that we sent out to the airport to help mm -hmm. handle the the st when we took it out over there and uh, I went there one time and there was just like nobody there. Like the whole mm -hmm. place was like, it was the middle of the day. I mean, mm -hmm. it was, I, I remember walking to meet Jim and Jim Bramlage is his name. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, the, uh, like the walkways on the bottom, mm -hmm. you know, when you go from like the parking garage into the terminal, it was like, I'm, I'm halfway down and I'm looking behind me. I'm looking and there's not a soul in the place. Not yeah. one, not one. Yeah. I was like, that's awkward. Right? That feel, it feels it feels dystopian mm -hmm. to go into a place where you're normally just packed full of people and oh, see yeah. nobody. It oh, was yeah. truly dystopian. I I was working a lot downtown mm -hmm. or the surrounding areas of downtown Portland during the pandemic and everything. I was like, "There's parking." Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember There's that too. There's nobody here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Let's do this sort of thing. And, and no but one it, can't. And no one cared if you parked. If you if you parked in this area this loading zone for more than 20 and no one gave a rep yeah no one was delivering yeah <laughs> <laughs> score yeah well to me it, it's a the whole thing is is a um you know is, is all a learning process and mm -hmm. now that we're back to full strength the, mm -hmm. the parking sucks oh yeah driving sucks again you know welcome yeah. back uh mondays and fridays <sighs> coming back from vancouver is the worst. Those are the days where traffic hits just after the bridge. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the worst. More, more days than not, I end up taking airport way. Really? Yeah. Maps, just quick, I'll go all the way out and drop down. Yeah, I'll yeah. go all the way up through through Fairview. Yeah, and then hit Highway 26 from there. That makes sense. Just instead of trying to stay on oh, no. 205 or, or yeah yeah no it just just that one section right as i come over the crest of the bridge and you can see everyone mm -hmm. trying to get on to 205 mm -hmm. and where it just splits i'm like no i i'm not trying to beat up on oregonians um but there's a there was a civil design component mm -hmm. class that several generations missed 
and I'm from California, decidedly. Mm -hmm. So, oh yeah, yeah, my fiance is from California yeah, as well. It's different she, there. She complains it's, about Oregon yes, drivers. Yes, not just the drivers. <laughs> the drivers I can deal with because I because yeah. I also lived in Florida. So, uh, it, it's the it's the design of everything. It's like mm -hmm. you know, when I I remember when parts of San Diego freeways were, you know six lanes on each side or seven lanes on each side or you know mm -hmm. six and seven and i thought wow that's big like would you ever fill this up and of course i was a kid at the time it wasn't yeah. until i started driving it that i found out yeah they do <laughs> you know and, but they were built to handle the infrastructure like they were planning for what was going to go on ahead mm -hmm. it's it's like they knew you know, like out here, they knew that they were going to build all these houses out in rural parts of, of Clackamas, but mm -hmm. I'll be damned if we're going to make the road any bigger. Oh, yeah. And so we're going to just, we're going to still have the same exact size roads we've had mm -hmm. for 50 years, mm -hmm. but we're going to quadruple the amount of people that live out here and then scratch our heads to figure out how we're going to get easements to get these roads wider. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, didn't, wasn't, what, how do you define planning? Yeah. Oh, you know? two, 212 needs to be wider. There's, it, or two, and 217. Yeah. I mean, now that it's a little bit wider now, but I remember coming up here going, this only has two lanes. I wonder what it's like at, Urgh. yeah. I, mean, I, I was like, you know, and because I've worked for companies in Beaverton and, mm. you know, and, and Tigard and. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, the, the amount she gets frustrated whenever she's stuck behind a line of people because the semi's going slow. Mm hmm Sort of thing on like 212 or 224 or something. And she's like, why don't they pull over? She's like, it's a law in California if you have more than five people trailing right, that you, you have to pull over. that they have yeah. to pull over. Yeah, she's right. She's like, that needs to where's be she, a thing. Where's she from in? Uh, Santa Maria, Orca area. Okay, yeah. So central, well, not, yeah, central coast. Central. I'm, not from, I'm not all that familiar with it, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm from San Diego itself, like the mm. North County and El Cajon. And... Yeah, she's like right smack dab in the middle between like San Francisco and LA. Yeah, that's a good area. Yeah. That's really and good. Lots of farmland and lots of wineries. She was running a winery out there. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Wow. But we haven't talked nearly <clears throat> enough about technical stuff and electrical. I, we oh, just, yeah. that's the way this podcast go. <laughs> I just kind of like, we just kind of wander, yeah. you know? And I don't know, maybe it must be somewhat enjoyable to people, but. Uh, I but should probably get back on the on the topic with yeah. with with what you're doing now. You're programming. Of course, you're a fire guy. I mean, and mm. you're probably is that is it going to be your goal when you get done? Is to is to stay in fire and work on on notifier equipment? Is that what you want to do? Or? I'd I'd like it to be. I like trying to keep kind of well rounded. Mm -hmm. um, so I you mean, like so you just, do other stuff too? You do yeah. access control and yeah. I mean, I haven't for done the love access of God, control talk, in a minute. Talk about other things besides fire before my yeah. No, my I've been doing a lot of data. Oh, okay. Front to back recently. That's eloquent. Mm -hmm. I like data. Oh yeah, I, I, like I love data. doing data. <laughs> I'm the only guy in Vancouver that loves doing data. Really? Oh, Why yeah. do you like doing data? I like mud. It's just <laughs> <laughs> uh, to me, it's easy and it just makes sense. All right. Um, just because I've grown up with it sort of thing. Because mm -hmm. I got into the industry because my dad's done it my whole life. So your dad was an electrician. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a low voltage guy as well. What? Mm -hmm. Where's he at? Uh, he just changed companies. So he's at Berg now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we should get him in here. Yeah. We should bring him in with you and we I've, can both talk. I've told him about the show, Yeah, why too. not? Yeah. Yeah. 
But so he's been doing this for years and years. Oh, years and years. He was he was telling me that like the day I turned eighteen, he was like, "Do this." He was right. You need to mm-hmm. do this. Oh, he was absolutely right. Yeah. But I was a stubborn kid that no, wanted you gotta to go, go to junior and have jobs. fun. I get it. And I was like, no, I see how tired you are when you come home. I don't want to be that tired. That's because he's tired counting his money. Yeah. That's what I'd say. How can you be so tired, Dad? Stacking that cheddar, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's an LEB. And okay. he was just like, dude, go get your LEA. You can do more. You'll make more money. And I was like, sure. Nice. Finally, I was just like, oh, I'm sick of working you know all these onesie twosie you jobs that don't pay that shit a you yeah. give one to your dad says b <laughs> like a big a and a little b but because of that you know growing up mm-hmm. i was just like oh i need to go buy a patch cord he's like i got scrap wire make one nice and i was like i don't know how to do that and i was you know six seven mm-hmm. eight years old making patch cords nice. so you so or, you learned it right off the bat I yeah mean, you were so that's something that's just stuck in my head always and i'm I just like, like yeah i like doing this because i get to just sit i can zone out punch mm-hmm. stuff down listen to a show listen to music oh. and just go and, and, and there's an art to finishing cabling mm-hmm. and data cabling there's an art to it and i didn't oh, think yeah. about it because i when i do do some terminations and stuff it's not as clean as I'd like it to be. When I get done, mm. I'm like, eh, I didn't bend it the way I should. And I, I want to get, you know, you have to be an installer, like mm-hmm. a good installer and do a lot of panels to really get good at, at bending it and making sure that's going to, you know, you know how it's going to end up. Yeah. Right. And I've worked with guys who they know how it's going to end up. They've mm-hmm. done it enough. And, and I look at their work and I go, wow, mine's functional and easy mm-hmm. to figure out, but not as, it's not beautiful. It's, it's just functional. I was even surprised, like, uh, I want to say it was like last summer, or last mm-hmm. fall, something like that. I get a call. I'm, I'm helping, you know, rough in at this other building, mm-hmm. or I think we were trimming out at this building just down the road. There was another guy that was like, Hey, you know, coax. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. He's like. You want to come help me here? I got a couple apprentices here. I need you to teach them. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, do they have the stuff for it? He's like, no. Oh, wow. I was like, yeah. do you have the stuff for it to loan them? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> to go off the hammer like, outlet to get what I you needed? I was like, all right, I'll let my, I'll let my journeyman that I'm working uh-huh. with know. Tell him you need help. You're just a couple so of blocks away. So is this for away. radios or what was it for? No, it was just the coax in the walls of, of these apartments. And oh, for, or for can. cat TV. Yeah. Oh, so 75 ohm clock. Yeah. Well, you still need terminals and, yeah. and all that jazz. Which, which they had the parts for it. Mm-hmm. They just didn't have the tools. They didn't they, have, that they didn't have the stripper tool. or the uh, compressor for it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is how you do it. I want you all to show me each and every one. Nice. I want you to do it. I'll check it. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they're a little tough to get the end on there at first before you crimp it. Mm-hmm. But just no keep trying nice. sort of thing loaned them my tools and everything i was like man why don't why don't you do this that's man? a that's a great story yeah we should have led with that that was really good honestly yeah that's really it's really good on you good on you for dealing that. yeah uh, i even asked the guy and he's a fantastic technician and he's mm-hmm. a nice at three and everything and he's like i just don't do it yeah i i haven't ever had that much exposure to it i'm mm-hmm. a fire guy and that's what I've always done. I yeah. don't see really that, that do a pigeon, ton of data. that pigeonholing. Like yeah. I'm pigeonholed too. Like if you yeah. ask me to come up and start laying data cable, I'm like, sure. Yeah. But but to put together 
the jacks put together an RJ forty forty five or mm-hmm. I could do it. it. We'd have to show me, yeah, I mean, to make sure I'm not getting the twists all out of whack and stuff. Right. But you know, it's just it, when I see it done right, especially te- especially data and telecom. Mm-hmm. Like the data and telecom people, like you know, it's, when you've run. See, into I've never done knows. any telecom. I've well, never done the boards much. or anything. You never done the, the, the punch down blocks. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've I've had guys that are who are I've, masters at that as well. I think when I first started, I helped troubleshoot one. Mm-hmm. So you're you're basically talking it. you're talking the the five or six e back to a second to a network uh, server room or no, some sort. It was, I remember it was like this purple and black wire that went to it. Wow! And I was like, I no idea, huh? No idea what's going on here. But yeah, that was one time I ever helped with one of those. No kidding. That's it. I've 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 seen like when I was working at Facebook, mm-hmm. um, at at doing their fire stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a couple of firms that handle their data connections, mm-hmm. and the way the standard that Facebook set for their data, mm-hmm. uh, the way that they terminate into the there's these kind of a uh, chevron shaped rack. It's a rack that's got that's got uh, you know you're gonna put cat six in this case. Mm-hmm on one side and then you have these jacks on the other. Mm-hmm. And so when when the when these guys are doing their drops in there, you know, you would walk by rack after rack after rack and it looks like it looks like somebody modeled it. it looks like they mm-hmm. like you're thinking what? no human did this. Some right. freaking robot did this. Yeah. Until I saw the crew that did it. Mm-hmm. And they sat there all day trimming and this is cable that they have pulled from who knows where oh yeah because if when you're in when you're in one of those <clears throat> server rooms they comb every single 6e that runs they comb it mm-hmm. and then they bundle it with with uh um velcro mm-hmm. and it is laying perfectly in an area on the tray perfectly velcroed and perfectly aligned Mm-hmm. I mean, if, you, if if you're looking at the one on the bottom, you know, left yeah. next to where the thing is on the Velcro, it'll be the same way all the way down, oh, 400 man. feet away. I've never seen anything like it. And when those bundles make a left or, or right or whatever and go into the just into the data racks, they're perfect. And when, so they drop all this cable down, and it's all various. It's all one huge long length. Mm-hmm. Then this crew begins to figure out the lengths and to cut and trim each one, put a 45 on it and plug it in. Okay. And they mm. have to, if certain ones have to have some extra length, I guess, cause they may make some changes to it. I don't know how the hell it all works, but mm. um, I watched one, one guy in particular, as I was working in that data center, um, you know, they moved at a pretty, pretty good clip. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't lightning fast. It wasn't like you're terminating a fire panel, which, you know, we oh, need yeah. to get this thing done by three. Get, yeah. get, get busy. Get that kind of thing. Unless it's a big panel. I still think my, you know, quote unquote favorite mm-hmm. data that I did, I didn't punch it down, but it was like 300 and something in this medical office. Okay. Or it was a, a lab for a medical office. 300 and something data cables. Every one of them you know, labeled Mm -hmm. and everything. We knew exactly where it was going sort of thing. And then when it got to the head end and for us to put it all together, Mm -hmm. they went shotgun it. Really? That way, if one panel goes out, 
it doesn't knock out an entire so, section. So describe shotgun. So the way at least I've been taught to okay. label things is, you know, you have two to three numbers uh -huh. on the cable. So it'll be like if there's one room where the rack is mm -hmm. in the whole place, it'll be uh, just a two number scheme. Okay. So it'll be the panel and the port. Okay. So like one dash one through 24, one through 48 sort of thing. And that was how this was in this building. There was just one data rack. Okay. But shotgunning is kind of disregarding that, you know, that one through one and 48 mm -hmm. is put wherever on any of the patch panels. Wherever you want. Wherever you want. You want to spread it out like the blast from a shotgun. Oh, so that you can remix so, them any way you need. Yeah. So Ugh. so that single so that wire like is ass. going there. Right. Well, like we still make it look pretty because mm -hmm. it's all going on the back end. But that way, if one patch panel goes out that, you know, one through 48 that are in this corner of the building, it doesn't affect all 48 of those. So you're mixing it intentionally yeah. so that if you do lose one entire block of cables mm -hmm. for, then you're not affecting one area of the building you're affecting right. one jack in every seven jacks yeah i never would have thought i never ever ever knew that that's right. something i'd learned tonight mm -hmm. i had no idea that they did that yeah that's brilliant i never thought of it now it makes sense now yeah. i understand that it, okay. it makes total sense and i totally get why they did it okay that yeah, yeah i'm but, letting it all sink in because what i thought it meant was something entirely different which yeah. was you got a gun and <laughs> like shot shells <laughs> no that it just came out and went and went everywhere, yeah. but then just drooped down and went back in with the same in the same nomenclature, right? Or the same sequence, which, which would have been fantastic. I call that droopy. <laughs> yeah, it it would have been fantastic if they would have said it at the beginning. Yeah, that would make. But we had everything labeled, and we were about to punch oh. it all down to the rack. So we had to spread it all out, and then go to each port in the building in these oh. three hundred and some odd data locations uh -huh. and data plates in this building and tone them to be like it's right here oh, on the no, panel no no <laughs> no yeah, it was it was a couple of days of just just toning wow but we simultaneously toned and tested it mm -hmm. so one person would have the generator in one hand and a tester in the other and go click all right i got tone on this port click plug in the tester and then and do then, the certification test on it. And yeah. And it's like... <laughs> see what your throughput is? Yeah. It was it was one whole 40-hour work week of just clicking one in, unplugging <sighs> it, click the other in. And then afterwards, after we're all done, my dad's like, you know, I have Lightbrite for that, which is a bunch of oh, no RJ45 jacks uh -huh. that have a little LED sealed inside of them. Uh -huh. So you have enough to still grab it out of a patch panel, but you put like a hundred of these lights in all the ports of a patch panel. And when you plug in the generator, it just lights up whichever well, but specific he, but I mean, But he's been was. doing that so long that that's, yeah. that that's a tool of the trade that a B would never, yeah. an A Which would never. I had yeah. never heard Unless of something you would do like data. that. Right, yeah. yeah. I had never huh. heard of something like that. Now, and you I want was me, like, now I'm getting jealous. Yeah. I don't want to do data. 
He was like, huh. oh, I could have loaned that to you. And I'm like, you could have told me at the beginning of the week. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> so I work with a bunch of ITG folks that, that are LEAs too. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think there's any, too many Bs, but a lot of A's in there. And I met with them. I tried to get one to come on the podcast. I'm still, I'll work with her to, to get her on here. Um, but yeah, a lot of those folks really have skill sets that I'd, I haven't even tapped into. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, like we have never talked on this show about DAS systems, distributed antenna systems. I've never worked. I've, the only thing I've ever done on them is run some eighteen two to it. No, I, I, I me either. I, I, yeah. I know what they do and I know what they are. But yeah. like my main contact at PSI that handles a lot of my radio work for me because mm-hmm. we we're we're putting radios in for monitoring um, is also a DAS expert now because mm-hmm. he's gone to school on it. He understands it, you know. And we have the system a different system at OHSU mm-hmm. and it's maintained by an ITG guy who's also a ham radio guy. And, you know, we know each other that way, but I haven't really sat down and said, well, wait a minute, mm-hmm. we're gonna have you come on the show and tell us about it. You know, like just sitting here talking about this data thing tonight was like, yeah. oh crap. I, I never, I just didn't think about it. Yeah. I, with that, I'm so pigeonholed. <laughs> I'm so pigeonholed myself yeah. into there is fire mm-hmm. and then there's other. Yeah. <laughs> And then there's, there's fire, and then there's other. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, it's like, you know, I mean, I, I, I just don't, and that's my own fault. Like, mm-hmm. if, I had, if I had worked for PM and, 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 and pulled access control cable and, mm-hmm. and uh, saw how it was terminated and worked on door keying and worked on, um, yeah. you know, because those are all parts of a living. Because, like, we, we, we talked earlier, the, the building you're working in now mm-hmm. is a multi-level um, high density housing type place, right? Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's, that's the majority of what I've worked on. Yeah. yeah, it's like the bread and butter of of point. So you're so you're doing fire mm-hmm. access control, mm-hmm. right? So they can open up the door remotely. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe gate for the car when you're going in another mm-hmm. door, going to the garage, and then uh, maybe DAS. Because some of these buildings all require it now, right? I don't know. We, I don't think do DAS at all. Okay. At but you do pull area. the backbones for them and let other people. I mean, because oh, you just so you're only pulling. The only what thing you we use. do is monitor it. The points okay. that we have to monitor on it, we work with the guys that do all of the okay. DAS. That's it. But you pull the cable for them. Maybe pull the coax, or do <laughs> they pull their own stuff? They pull their own stuff. So I everything think, that you're pulling, you use. I mean, yeah. you you guys terminate. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, for the most part, this building that we're doing now is you know fire data access, mm-hmm. and I think that's it. That's like the three main ones that we normally do. So in a in a multifamily building downtown, like you're mm-hmm. working down you're CCTV working, as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's but that's all Ethernet based. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, so or yeah. POE. Mm. So, uh, well, so that's data essentially. Yeah. So then, it's it's one big patch cable. Yeah, I was gonna it's say the best way to think. So, of but it. but everybody in their in their in these multi-unit housings like that, mm-hmm. they're not using Wi-Fi to get to the server. They're actually they're able to go to their own, like the building itself has so a server. Or how does that work for them? The way I have always, you know, been a part of it is there's a panel in each room, like an electrical panel. Mm-hmm. That's just this white plastic panel uh-huh. in the room. And from there to the main 
IDF uh-huh. or data closet in the building, we run at least one coax and one, so an RG6 coax and one Cat6 cable down to one big rack that's used by the service providers. So the I see where the cable could come from, but mm. who handles the data? So so it was when you move into these places, and and, and pardon my ignorance here, but when you move mm. into these places, they provide you with your rent also a data connection. Yeah. To the web. Yeah. So from so you don't have to do it on Wi-Fi and all that. Jazz. No. So so the connections in there mm-hmm. all get connected to the modem. Mm-hmm. So the service, yeah. like the tenant, will you know, be given the contact information for a service provider. Most of the time in Washington, it's either Comcast or CenturyLink that do all of that. Um, Oh, so they're providing the the firewalls and the security for the people as well. Yeah, so you're still buying your internet from Comcast or CenturyLink like you would in your house. It's the same exact thing. So they're metering it out that way. But there's also two or three locations sometimes depending on the number of bedrooms mm-hmm. like it's if it's a one bedroom apartment there's going to be a a data plug in the wall of the bedroom and a data plug in the living room okay so you could hardwire your game system or your computer yeah and you're getting like gig, gig, like gigabit throughput yeah too, right huh um or the router is in that cabinet there once you buy you know your service they're going to provide you with the same router you would get in your house so you can still use Wi-Fi mm-hmm. if you choose to as well, which, I mean, it's going to be, you know, your laptop, your phone, yeah. you know, if so, you choose to. Okay, that makes that makes a lot more sense to mm-hmm. me. I, I don't know why I hadn't really thought about how it worked because I've seen those. I've been mm-hmm. into those multifamily dwelling places and gone mm-hmm. and opened up a door and go, what the hell is this? This is everybody's... And I just kind of scratch my head and says, well... Is the building just got a server? Or the, so it, so it's like basically a service that they buy through any other ISP and then they... Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, since I don't live in one and I I exist on Wi-Fi, everything, mm-hmm. everybody in our house exists on Wi-Fi. We have one router and it's right next to where my grandkid sleeps. So she's getting irradiated mm-hmm. the whole night, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. But... um. You know, and and they're fast enough now that you can run. You know, everybody's got a smart TV, so we have mm-hmm. what one, two, one, two, three, four smart TVs in the house. Mm-hmm. They all run simultaneously. Yeah, <laughs> we're all watching that Netflix or Hulu or whatever. Yeah, to me, the way that the game is now played, where you get your your TV completely streamed. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody's watching broadcast TV anymore. No. I, I'm sure there are some. Don't ever, please don't be hating on me. Ever since I moved out from living with my folks, mm-hmm. as soon as I started living on my own, I was just like, I don't need this. Yeah, I I just need internet. That's I, it. I, it's the same thing I did. So so when I got rid of my phone, I had mm-hmm. a hard I I one was real honest to god phones like mm-hmm. where you ring ding yeah, and um I once I I was still living in Oregon City and I just got I just canceled it one day. I'm like, well, I have cell phones. Yeah, I know. I'm always going to have a cell phone, so I canceled yeah. this the real phone, and I said, "Come get this crap off my house." Mm-hmm. And we got a little tizzy, so I cut the wires and wrapped it around the utility pole. It's a whole another thing. Yeah, I think it was like probably like 2008, 2009. We finally just stopped using a home I phone. I think it would have for me. It would have been a probably before then because yeah, yeah because. Um, 
Yeah, because I left the hill then, and I think I cut it probably a couple of years before that, probably 2003 or four. Yeah. Like right, right when I started having a cell phone all the time. Yeah. I went, this is dumb. Yeah. You know? I, I remember it being for us around when the iPhone started to get prevalent. Yeah, and see, and I wasn't ever was an like, iPhone guy until... It was like two, maybe three generations. Right. You know, it was still real new. Yeah. yeah. Real new. First time I saw an iPhone, I went, that looks interesting. Oh, yeah. And I was still on a droid, you know? And yeah. Then, and then I and then I was, I was like, force converted. Yeah. <laughs> you, here's, here's what you will use. Oh, I've been on a droid for years uh, yeah. now. Oh, it's a, there's a big brouhaha. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are droid heads. Yeah, there are droid heads and there are non-droid heads. Oh, yeah. And, and I loved my droid when I had it, but man, when mm -hmm. I went iPhone, I just became sucked into it. Oh, yeah. I For, mean, I'm sucked into it. I, I wouldn't even know how to run a droid. I don't know where to put where the pull start is or nothing. Yeah. The the last straw for for an iPhone for me, I think I had, what did I have? I had like the 4S yeah. or something like that. All of them were hand-me-downs for me. Mm-hmm. All of them were hand-me-downs. I started with the first-gen iPhone when the 3GS was out. Yeah. Look at you. Big timer. Oh, yeah. Big timer. I was like, ooh, I got one. <laughs> Look what I got. It was like the 4S or the 5 or something like yeah. that that I had. I go into the, the, the AT&T store mm -hmm. with my folks. I get it. I come out, and I've... You know, I'm checking it out in the car. We haven't even left. We're mm -hmm. still in the parking lot. I turn it on. I'm playing with it. And that little switch on the side that switches it yeah. from sound to vibrate, I switch it to vibrate and nothing happens. Uh -huh. I was like, well, that's weird. I flip it back and forth a couple of times. I'm like, you guys just got new ones. And Does like, yours yeah, do anything? Does yours work? When and you flip like, your switch. Yep, it works. I was like, what the hell? I go in and they're like, well, you opened it, so... <laughs> nothing we can do so it's you're like, stuck with a phone that never rings or vibrates like, what the hell we ended up bullying them into yeah you know fixing the problem give me one that's, that's not fair. broken you gave me a broken phone yeah I'm like well you took it out of the store it's like <laughs> so if i would have figured out it was broken in the store you would have fixed it without problem but no the the final straw for me was i had you know couple thousand songs mm -hmm. on my iTunes and when Blu-rays were coming out mm -hmm. and there was the digital code in them mm -hmm. that you could download it once mm -hmm. you get a digital copy once. once they lost almost all of my movies that I had oh yeah and almost all of my music so yeah. all of those codes were gone all of those Blu-rays that I owned I couldn't watch on my Apple devices or my computer on iTunes or anything they were just all grayed so just, out like had a connection so we yeah. even went into you know the apple store and talked with the people there that i was like we've never seen that <laughs> we don't know what that is we can try and they're like yeah we couldn't figure it out you're screwed you're screwed and i was like cool I, i'm done i got it i what got me and i'll we'll, we'll close it down here after this but it got mm -hmm. me was um a friend of mine gave me her five gig apple ipod mm-hmm and I was working up on the hill mm -hmm. and I'd, I'd, everybody was having those different, Apple had come out mm -hmm. with theirs and everybody had a different one. And, you know? and, I, and I had a Motorola phone because mm -hmm. this Motorola was who, who was our provider, what carried our phones for us. So I wasn't either 
I was, you know, kind of droid because it was before droids really mm. were the operating system. And but um, I got this this five gig Apple iPod, and I learned how to put the music on it like this, and I fell in love with it mm-hmm. because it would sit in my pocket of my shirt and on my ears all the time. Oh, so yeah. all my music, which was I had CDs, stacks of CDs, all went on this little tiny iPod. Oh yeah. And then I upgraded to a forty. And well, I lost the five. It just f- fell out of my pocket somewhere. Someone mm-hmm. picked it up or something. So I bought like a forty, and I put everything I owned on it. Mm-hmm. And then I upgraded to a hundred and sixty, and I had everything on that. And I still have a one sixty. I still have a spare one sixty mm-hmm. to 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 to, to Those... compensate for my old one sixty in case. And I have never used it anymore because you know mm-hmm. now everything's on my phone, and I just pay the money to Apple. Yeah. And so now I get, if I hear, if I'm sitting, this is this is why I use it. Because mm-hmm. eventually, once I fell in love with the iPod, mm-hmm. I went, I have to have this. Mm-hmm. And then, then someone said, well, you know, you get all that and a phone. Yeah. And I was like, nah, maybe. <laughs> I started using it, and then I uh, I just never went back. I just went, okay, I, I can get used to this. I like it. Yeah. And then I, um, now, I'm it's so a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And the music, like I can be sitting in a restaurant, and I'm sure you can do this with other raps, but I can be sitting mm-hmm. in a restaurant going, oh, like especially like Mod Pizza, they play really good music. Mm-hmm. Click, got it, you know, yeah. And and you can put it on iTunes, and since I have the full subscription, it's just mine. Like, yeah, you, you want that song? Sure, okay, whatever. Yeah, here's another one, idiot. You're never gonna listen to it again. I, I tell you what, those... and that whole that opened up the the freedom I had mm-hmm. by listening to music through Apple in my case was oh, yeah. just like I am hooked and I've, I've been using their product over I cannot use their laptops their laptops make me I still use a Windows laptop mm. but I but uh, but the rest of it matter of fact when you put me in front of an Apple laptop it's funny yeah see there's two Apple computers in our house and then my PC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. My wife, my wife uses. She's really good with it. Yeah. And, and all of her family is really good with the Apple. And mm. I'm like the only guy who's really. When well, me and my my uh, oldest stepson are both Windows heads, so mm. we're like we can we can navigate our stuff around that. But I'm like, mm. you know, I there's part of it that I you know, but the iPad, I mm. you can't get my iPad out of my my cold dead hands. So it's yeah. like. I'm kind of crossed over in the technology, but I'm sure if I sat down with a with a droid again, another another droid, I'd go. Oh, it's, that, this thing. I it's all UI. Away. Yeah, that's, it is. That's the thing. That's all you. It's all. It's people all get works. used to one, and they're like, yeah. oh, no, yeah. no, I don't, I don't want that one. I did like the flexibility, mm-hmm. where the, the the Apple is inflexible on a lot of things, and I get mm-hmm. that. And I think part of why I've stuck with, you know, droid for so long, mm-hmm. is just that like. Ooh, I'm gonna figure out how to do something. Right, right. <laughs> hey, Did you know and, you could? Yeah, yeah. It's like learning new tricks on yeah. it all the time, sort of thing. And it's like, oh shoot, okay. Well, they the now they issue iPhones at work, so mm-hmm. everybody has to have one. Anyway. Same with PM. Yeah, and then they yeah, because it's because of the security aspects. So you, mm-hmm. you can you can and they and so they are able to monitor it like that. It's a much more robust and secure system. Mm-hmm. But when we do our fire alarm, when I'm looking at the fire alarm system. Um, it's incredible. It's mm-hmm. incredible to be able to pop up an iPhone, watch the fire system, you know, mm-hmm. two miles away while I'm fiddling with this here. It yeah. am- amazes me that I'm like, 
okay, da, 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 there's the alarm that comes through. That's what looks like the graphic. Okay. okay. I think it's I mean, funny, on your they, iPhone. I yeah. just, I just, it's like so Dick Tracy to me that I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, if I, if you had told me in 1970, cause I'm born in 64. So if you'd have told mm. me in 1974, 78, that by the time you're going to be almost 60, you're going to have a little box that mm -hmm. you're going to put above your head as you're working on this fire panel <laughs> and it's all the crap's happening via, you know, why oh, yeah. it's just, you, I would have said, nah, never going to happen, oh, yeah. man. And it's, it's ever changing. Still ever changing. Yeah. And that's part of the intrigue of the industry too, is what we're doing is always changing. Always changing, man. That's one of my big things that I want right now is like, I, I want to learn fiber. I can I've see done that. fiber once. Yeah. I want to be the fiber guy at Vancouver. Do it. Like, that's what I'm pushing for. We don't do it very often, but I can be the guy mm -hmm. for it. Yeah. And it's like, I want to be the guy for something now. I like that. I, if I'm going to, you know, be a journeyman up here, I want to be the leading guy. Uh, and that's, that's, I'm going to own that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's like guys I know who put in radios, like that's all they do and they're really good at it. Yeah. And they're, I mean, they're really good at it, you know? Yeah. And, oh, well, this guy installs this. What? Yeah. He's really good at that. Yeah. If Can I'm... you do radios? Sure. Once. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But that's just kind of, you do pigeonhole yourself, but still. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it, it sounds hokey to some people, no. but like YouTube is a godsend for that kind of stuff mm -hmm. too. Like, I sat there with the guy that used to be one of the fiber guys. He he went to high volt, mm -hmm. but he was trying to teach me how to do fiber, and we were you know running into all these troubles. Yeah. And he's like, "Let's just watch the instructionals. <laughs> Let's figure out where we're messing Let's this up." Let's just go to YouTube. Yeah, and that's fun. Isn't that something? Yeah, man. Uh, as always, I really enjoy. I really enjoy talking to people. Oh, so yeah. this is this has been a real treat for me. Oh, yeah, but you got to bring your old man in. You got to oh, yeah. bring you got to bring your old man in. You said you do you do hospitals mostly. Uh, well, I work at one, so that's all I do. Uh, have you ever done legacy? I did. I, I used to I used to fix their not fix their but uh, inspect their systems. You at, may have worked with him at one point. Did he work at a legacy? He did a lot of legacy stuff back in the day. But did he work for legacy or did he uh, work with them? Because I was a contractor that worked with him. He worked with him. So I did the fire system. I did the fire alarm inspections at Emanuel, Good mm -hmm. Samaritan, Meridian Park, and Mount Hood Medical. Not Salmon Creek because it didn't exist at the time. And Holiday Park, which is where damage was. I worked on those five facilities. I want to say he worked at every every legacy. We probably was, crossed paths. Yeah, Jim Owens. No, it doesn't ring a bigger, bell. But that doesn't. Guy, but that doesn't mean goatee. that doesn't mean that I don't know him. Yeah. Because names, I I, I really struggle with remembering names. Mm -hmm. Faces I can remember, what they tell me, what people tell me, I'll remember. Mm -hmm. And it takes me a while to get the names down. It's just the yeah. way my memory works. But I'm not stupid. Well, maybe I am. <laughs> maybe I'm deeply stupid. I don't even know it. Hey, Tyler, could that be the case? Yeah, I'm probably <laughs> we'll call it a night. All right. But bring him. Yeah. Let's, let's have a three-way and yeah. talk to him. I Absolutely. Think it would, I think it would be fun to talk to a guy who's done that much B-work. It would oh, be really yeah. cool. Yeah. He's right. been to some cool places. I nice. loved hearing about it. Well, thank you for coming in today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right, my brother. I greatly appreciate it. 
Thanks for listening to the Half Watt Podcast. We always want to hear from you, and we encourage you to email us at halfwattpod at gmail.com with questions or even your own stories. Funny, crazy, or praiseworthy, we want to hear it all. You can follow us on Instagram at halfwattpod to stay up to date on our feed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share us with a friend, the best way to help us grow. The Half Watt Podcast is a production of Now Hear This Studios.